Welcome. You're listening to Janesville Mobilizing for Changes Together for Change podcast, your source for local substance abuse prevention matters in Janesville and Rock County. Here's your host, Sandy Finn. Hello, and thank you for joining Janesville Mobilizing for Change um, in our podcast. Today, we are going to be talking with Alan Luckett here from JATV. Um, Alan, do you want to introduce yourself and tell us what JATV is? I'm Alan Luckett. I'm the director of JATV. NJTV is a public education and government access TV channel, and we broadcast on Charter Spectrum. Uh, which is channel 994. And soon we'll be also on uh, TDS Telecom uh, cable system, which is coming to the city. There might be a potential other uh, vendor offering cable television that will be here in the city as well. And as soon as those operations come in, we'll be on their service as well. The advantage uh, that we, the whole reason why we would be on their system is a franchise agreement. So we work with a franchise with the cable operator in order to get our our um, content on their system, it, you know they have to offer us a, a channel, actually up to three channels, so we could have a public, we could have an education, and we could have a government TV channel. So in the city of Janesville, we actually have two channels. One is the uh, school district channel, and they operate that themselves. And then there's our channel, which originally started off as a public access TV channel. Uh, now it is uh, more of a public education and government access. So the groups that we uh, serve are local churches would be considered the public. Uh, there are some uh, people that are doing some programming currently that are part of the public, and they check out equipment from us. And uh, we also help out UW at Rock County. Um, if the school district needs any assistance, we help them as well. And then, of course, we cover a lot of government and with the government, uh, we're covering everything from city council, plan commission, alcohol license advisory committee, which is one that Jane likes to attend, and uh, also the historic commission and the community development authority. So those are the ones that we, we cover on a regular basis. And also kind of leaning in the direction of public access, uh, we work with a lot of nonprofits in the community because we realize that in order for them to... Uh, get their message out, you know, it can cost some money. And uh, we want to be able to be free and and helpful to make our community a better place. So we'll serve uh, groups like YWCA and uh, like Diversity Action Team if they have uh, an event. We cover that. And, of course, JM4C, who we love to work with. So that's kind of where we're at. But we do also broadcast on uh, YouTube. So all the government meetings we, we simulcast on YouTube, as well as the city's website, which, which will have uh, closed captioning. So for the hearing impaired, we'd uh, direct them towards the city's website if they needed help being able to hear or understand what's going on in the meeting. So we, we push out to three different sites when we do our government stuff. Uh, when we're doing, uh, with our regular broadcast here, and most of the things we record in person, we'll come back here and, and then edit them, add titles and such, and then put them out on our channel and YouTube. So we do deliver in, in that aspect. Uh, although we sometimes do some live events here at the library. Uh, for example, Janesville's Jolly Jingle Parade will be uh, broadcast live from here on Saturday, the first Saturday in December. Uh, we'll also be broadcasting some other events, which will probably 
have been in the past by the time this uh, broadcast uh, or this uh, podcast gets shared. But uh, we did one, uh, we'll be doing one uh, Rock County uh, Sheriff's uh, uh, Candidates Forum with the League of Women Voters. So we work with the League of Women Voters as well. So those are some of the organizations that we work with and some of the people that we serve. We try to be as, as helpful as possible for the nonprofits because we, we do realize that, you know, they're, they're working with a tight budget and, and we need to get a message out and educate our residents and support our city. So that's a lot of information. Those are a lot of organizations. I don't know that you didn't mention <laughs> an organization that's local to Janesville in that. Yeah, well, we, we also help a lot with the uh, women's club. So a lot of the uh, uh, groups that would meet at the women's club, like the Janesville Art League, uh, they'll have a, uh, somebody come and speak. And so we'll record those events. And that might happen at JPAC. It might happen, which is the Janesville uh, Performing Arts Center. Or it might be happening at the women's club, so we'll record that. We'll also do like uh, there's there's a couple other uh, musical organizations that operate out of the women's club, so we'll record them as well. Uh, so it, just about anything that's related to to local arts and and, and information. We also do concerts too. Uh, for example, all the music at the Marvs were recorded by us, so uh, which is nice because then we can share that with uh, the community in the cold weather months, you know. That and, will be nice to revisit. Uh, oh, yeah. And and we worked closely with the sound engineer that was working there. So we ended up with some really nice recordings. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's good entertainment. And if we can, we'll put it out on YouTube and share it that way as well. But uh, definitely we'll be broadcast. We broadcast everything that we record. So you have a team of 100, right? No. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, we generally work with about one to two interns, and um, we have two, a staff of two and a half, so we have a halftime person who helps a lot with the production. And then there's uh, one person who's uh, Tina Breeze Wallers who does our programming for our channel. So uh, she also does some editing and some filming as well. But she's in charge of the uh, day-to-day broadcast and programming and also uh, sharing that information online with the library and, and with the local newspaper. So uh, she handles that end. And then... Uh, I'm pretty much like the technical, the editor, the, the if anything breaks down, I got to fix it kind of guy. So, <laughs> so yeah, you guys Jack are balancing Alberta. a lot with yeah. just two and a half yeah. of you and maybe a couple interns. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And, and, and my, with my background, I mean, I, I got a background in motion picture and, um, music is, is a hobby of mine. So I've been very involved in, in recording, uh, for years. So, uh, kind of, I bring that talent to the table when it comes to production. So it's, it's, it's nice being able to use the skills that I had in college, which is, you know, it's motion picture. It was, you know, working with film videos, not that far off. I mean, the video technology is so great. Now I do realize people can just use their phone to videotape something, but if you want something to be a little bit more polished, then that's where, you know, we would bring out equipment where we got some nice cameras and some nice audio capture devices and really, you know, put the production all the way to the top. Absolutely. Well, Janesville sure does appreciate all the ways that you are plugged in and sharing messages for everybody. So you're a supporting member of our coalition, um, and you do that by recording events and airing commercials sometimes for us. How? What other things have you done that you guys share that helps Janesville Mobilizing for Change in their messaging? 
Well, I mean, we're available for any event that you would hold that we can somehow record and then share that with the with the population. I mean, there's, you know, not everything gets, uh, you know, thinking about, um, you know, attendance to certain events. Sometimes they don't get publicized well enough. We try to help with that public, you know, you know, getting that word out so people know that an event's coming up. And uh, the beauty of recording it is that you can share it over and over again. Uh, that's huge. So, for example, if you have an event that's, you know, hiding in plain sight where it's, it's you know, trying to figure out what, what, you know, if a teenager's hiding things in their room that might be considered illegal substances, you know, we, would, we did a video where, you know, we kind of talked about, and it was probably with Jane, and where she gave in examples of, of different things and things to look for. And so that information's, you know, very vital uh, to getting the word out. Plus, uh, you know, for Rock for Recovery is another event that we've recorded several times, and I know that's coming up soon. October 12th, 5.30 to 7.30, shameless plug <laughs> at the Craig Center again in Janesville. Well, I mean, and that's, and that's you know, people need to hear, you know, hear from people that have, that have overcome these uh, these these bad you know experiences in their lives and and made themselves better people you know people need to hear that they don't need to feel like they're going on a one way you know trip down you know there's there's hope for people and that's one thing about that's nice about JM4C is they're educating people they're they're showing that there's hope for you you know it, some families are being broken by what's what's happened and and the only way you're going to really um, reach out to the community is, is, you know, doing it absolutely every way you can possibly. So just by holding an event in a, in a place is a good thing, but that's only going to, you know, maybe reach a couple hundred people. Whereas if we can put it out on social media, we can put it out on YouTube, we can put it on our TV channel. Now we're hitting a, a lot larger audience and then we can share it in a local region. So it's not just Janesville that's benefiting from it. It's the rest of Rock County, and it could go into Illinois. It could go everywhere. So, uh, yeah, the work that we do with JM4C is we'll do a lot of, like, the little s- small spots to kind of educate people on on the concerns that we have on uh, trying to keep our community drug-free. And at the same time, uh, you know, just, you know, spreading the, spreading the message and, and, you know, what JM4C is all about. Absolutely. And you guys do a great job. You also did our overdose awareness walk that we did in Beloit here at the end of August. And I believe Tina just sent me the link to that to check out. So that will be going out to our social media um, handles as well. And I know that it's on YouTube right now. So we'll be getting that word out because that was another great event. Um, I know that you work with me for the sexual violence prevention team, and we've talked about some different ways to get messaging out about that. Um, and we're still working on that. There's some youth input that we're waiting on to get some material over to you guys. So um, as a coalition, Alan, it is important um, in the drug-free communities to work with multiple sectors in the community so that with this being our 10-year anniversary if you will of our drug-free communities grant we have been reaching out to all the different sectors that have worked with us in an area that other coalitions might struggle is getting 
media to work with them. And so I'm wondering if you can offer any tips to other local organizations on how to effectively engage media outlets. Yeah, um, it, it's always good to try to find some talent if you if you know somebody who's who's willing to donate that uh, that energy to be able, be able to produce content that's shared on multiple platforms. I mean, you really have to think about okay, you know, where are we going to deliver to in order to saturate the market? Because you have to keep in mind a lot of people are not watching cable television all the time. A lot of people are uh, doing what they like Roku, you know, over the top boxes. But they're still, you know, going on to places like YouTube and Facebook and and other social media platforms to uh, get their content. You know, if if you need to do some plumbing work, what do you do? You, <laughs> you if you can't afford to hire a plumber, then you're probably looking at a YouTube video. So uh, there's there's always opportunities to kind of advertise through that. Um, you know, our work for uh, at least for the JM4C is that. Uh, we, you know, any kind of campaign that you're launching, if we can be the production arm of it, we'll, we'll definitely help. And I think communities need to keep that in mind. If they can find somebody locally who will who'll help produce it. Uh, if you live in a city where you do have a public education or government access TV channel, that might be an opportunity for uh, you to uh, get them to help you with spreading your message and your word. They might be able to find an intern. They might be able to offer you equipment to be able to reach that larger audience. So, you know, for people that want to work with the media, it might be a little difficult for you to work with some, you know, with a group that might be, you know, a national affiliate. But you have a better chance, I think, with the smaller community television channels if you do have one in your city. So, you know, looking at Wisconsin, if you go to Wisconsin Community Media's website, which is WisconsinCommunityMedia.com, and uh, do a search uh, for the different cities there that you are from, you might be able to find a channel like ours that's offering services like this, and they would be willing to help you. You know, because if you have a program, it might be as simple as uh, somebody coming in with one camera to film that event. You know, if there's a rock for recovery that's happening in Beloit, and you know, there's a chance that somebody maybe from the Beloit College could come in. Something that would be an example. Or, or if you're, you know, in Madison. You don't want us to take our business to Beloit College instead of UC. <laughs> no, no, we're, we're always willing to help because we're, you know, covering the greater area. I mean, for example, our channel uh, on Spectrum is actually broadcasting in Janesville, Belton, Edgerton, Evansville, Broadhead, Monroe, and Beloit. And I've also heard that it it's in a couple other cities that are in Illinois as well. So, I mean, we're hitting... You know, multiple, multiple, multiple cities. So it's not like we're only serving one area; we're serving a greater region. Our funding source, though, is from uh, people that subscribe to cable here in Janesville. So ultimately, when it comes to serving the public through our public access TV channel, we we want to serve Janesville proper, you know, or at least people within the school district of Janesville, because that's really our uh, our customer base, and they're the ones who are helping support it. Through their, through their subscription to cable. So you say their way that they support it. So how can people support Janesville Public Access Television? Well, um, well if you're subscribing to cable, you're uh, automatically paying into it. We're not, uh, we haven't been collecting any money from any other outside sources so much as, as I mean, if you want to have a committed 
uh, time slot in the past we've we've done some uh, donations we do appreciate donations uh, but we mainly work off of our our franchise fee that's collected in the city so um, and how you can people donate Alan donate this is where you get to give your shameless <laughs> plug well we're located in the public library so I mean if you did want to send a donation you can uh, send it to us just make it to JATV and uh, then we'll we'll apply it towards our operations of course um, we do see that uh, there's less people subscribing to cable nowadays, so it's kind of, you know, funding source-wise, it's kind of getting a little tough. But uh, we do have a lot of people that are very supportive of where we're coming from, um, and it might have to be a little bit more money from the city to be able to uh, help with our, our future operations. But so far, we're, we're maintaining with what we have here. Um, there, there are moments where we've been a little chaotic and kind of overwhelmed, but uh, right now I think we're in a kind of a comfortable place production-wise. But, yeah, it, looking in the next few years we or a couple of years, we probably should be looking at some additional funding source. I feel like everybody is in that space right now just in general. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Personal, <laughs> professional, the city, the counties. Everybody is looking at funding because the increase in spending. And like you said, with you guys, not as many people subscribe to cable Mm -hmm. now and are using just those streaming devices. Um, I think that we kind of covered how do you, most people often receive your message. Um, If you just kind of want to recap or lay those out for everybody again, how they can access your content. Uh, yeah, YouTube is, is a great place to go to. You can subscribe to our channel there. It's JATV Media is our YouTube channel. So don't separate it. Just put it as one whole, as if it's one whole word. So no space in between JATV and media, or you'll end up with some South American uh, uh, TV channel uh, or, or from Europe. I can't so remember which one So that was no space. So, yeah, no space. Okay, so just no JATV space. Media. We'll, we'll take it to our YouTube uh, page, but I would suggest subscribing there because then you'll be alerted if we're having a, a live broadcast of a government meeting, or if we have some concert that we've posted, or uh, you know, like JM4C events that we've recorded, we'll post there as well. So that's one place to access our content. Uh, other than that, uh, you can always go to the city's website. Um, there is a link for um, you know, agendas and meeting material that's on the front page. If you click on that, it'll give you a listing of what uh, upcoming government meetings are there, as well as an archive if you scroll down a little further. And uh, that that way you can watch a video if we've recorded uh, it uh, to video. And usually with the Granicus system, which is the service that we use with the city, it will link the uh, agenda to uh, the video as well for the bigger meetings like the plan commission and city council. That way it's easier for you to search uh, uh, the important parts of the meeting instead of, uh, you know, the fluff of, you know, opening the meeting, covering this, covering that. No, if you want to go to the meat and potatoes and want to learn about the strawberry farm going on the south side of town, it's it's linked to the agenda and it will take you there as well as the closed captioning that helps helps people uh, that have a hearing impairment. Um, other, th- other than that, you can subscribe to cable. Uh, so we're on Charter Spectrum's 994 channel. And uh, like I said, in the future, it sounds like we're going to be on TDS as well, which I'm looking forward to um, because we will be broadcasting on TDS in high definition. So 
That's, that's something pretty to look exciting. For. Yeah, and we've been producing everything in high definition up to this point in time. But uh, yeah, if you have something going on locally within the community and it's, and you're really interested in having it recorded, you can contact us. Um, our phone number is 608-758-5823. And uh, you can talk to Tina or myself, Alan. And, uh, you know, if you have something coming up and you're like, hey, this would be great. Let's, you know, if you could cover this, if it's a public meet, a public event, and we're available and there's no conflicts and we can, you know, put people on it. We'll definitely uh, consider it. Other so than not that, in October. <laughs> well, Do not you know, contact him for October. No, no, no. <laughs> October is really busy, but, but I mean, also, you know, don't, don't feel like that, you know, if we can't cover it, that's it. No, we could, we could teach you how to operate a camera, some audio recording equipment, and then you could actually record the event yourself as well. So we do awesome. have that available. Uh, the equipment that we check out has to be ex- used exclusively for content that would be for later broadcast. So we want to stress that the equipment that we have there is not for you to film your wedding. It's there to <laughs> film your, your event, your, your public thing that you want to reach to a lot larger audience. So, you know, as long as it's not a, you know, hateful content, we're pretty much open for just about anything on our channel. Awesome. Well, that's really neat that people can reach out to you and you can either support them and, you know, record yourself or you can teach them how to use some equipment and be able to cover that themselves. Um, Are there any things you guys have coming up that you want to share with everybody before we conclude our little podcast here? Well, uh, I'd say uh, it's kind of tough, you know, saying what, how, how soon the podcast ends up being put on the air. <laughs> I don't want to be telling people, oh, you need to check out all these things. But um, yeah, one thing people should probably check out is our regular monthly uh, Park Place Views. Uh, each month we cover a, a certain aspect of the city and we, we do an interview with somebody. We've, we've done it with uh, Jane's been a guest on our show. Um, we've done it with the library director as well as uh, city manager talking about budgets, uh, finance director talking about budgets as well. And then we've also worked with like Michelle Lobby talking about assessments because that's always a big concern if you, you know, because we're paying taxes to support a city. So we really need to educate people on what's going on within those departments. So Park Place Views is one program that we are, uh, that we put on on a monthly basis. And that's a good one to watch. Yeah, if you ever want to get any information, like, for example, our TV guide listing, which we post online as well as uh, share with the newspaper, we can send it to you. And if you want to email info at jatv.org, uh, we can easily add you to our email list, and that way you know what's coming up. And, uh, yeah, or just give us a call if you have any questions, and we'll try to help you. Awesome. Well, Alan, like I said, Janesville Mobilizing for Change is super appreciative of all the ways that you guys do support us in the sometimes confusing emails because I don't know anything about tech and I'm trying to get ideas from you (laughs) Um, and recording all of our events and sharing those and making those um, available to Janesville in the greater area. And so I just want to thank you for your time in doing that and for your time today. And um, we will go ahead and close this up. All right. Well, thanks for having us on. I appreciate it. Uh, 
And like I said, we, we want to help JM4C as much as we possibly can. Well, we appreciate that. Have a great day.